Michelle alcoholic. Um, I'm super nervous, so bear with me. Um, I'm going to start just by qualifying. Um, I grew up in Dana Point um, with a mother who was in Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, she has 20 years sober today by the grace of God. Um, and, you know, she comes from a family that's riddled with alcoholism. So I was always kind of scared that, um, nervous that I was going to have this thing, you know, and, um, and in high school, I didn't really pick up that first drink, like all my friends were, um, you know, I was the one kind of offering to be the designated driver, um, until my senior year, um, when, uh, I ended a relationship and, um, started going out with my girlfriends. And, you know, one day I decided to drink half a fifth of Smirnoff at a beach cleanup super early in the morning with a girlfriend. And that was my first like real drunk. Um, we made fools of ourselves. We're in the news or in the yearbook, like wasted. And, um, that's pretty much how my drinking was like throughout college. I found people who like to drink exactly how I did. Um, me and my like freshman friends were hanging out with the seniors going out five nights a week, just like, you know, I knew I heard C's get degrees and that's like exactly where I was headed. I was like, as long as I get that C minus, I'm good. Like graduate with my degree and I'm out of here. Um, and, uh, after college, you know, I, I started working corporate jobs and, um, and my drinking got worse and worse, but it was like confined to the weekends. Um, and I, I can always go back in my head and like glamorize that time period, which I did for a long time. Like it just, it felt really good to be like, oh yeah, I had everything I wanted. And like my drinking was just on the weekends, So it's good. And I can keep doing this. I can keep going on these vacations and partying as long as it doesn't affect my work. We're good. Um, and then, you know, that changed when I was like 26 years old, I started daily drinking and my world became really freaking small. Like I, um, I was working about a mile away from my house and I would wake up every morning with acid reflux, like at 4am, just craving that drink. Um, and I started drinking on the job. I had DTs at work and walked out of the best job I've ever had. Um, and you know, that started a spiral where I was living in an apartment daily drinking. My mom, like a sober member of AA was trying to get me to go to meetings, um, having the cops come do welfare checks on me. And, um, and yeah, that it didn't stop me. I couldn't be removed from alcohol at all. Um, I ended up, I ended up in the hospital a few times as well as in jail. And, um, I remember one morning my mom tried to, uh, tried to get me from jail and take me to rehab. Um, and I just, I walked away from her. I wouldn't go. And that night I ended up in the hospital once again with a really high blood alcohol content. Um, 
and ended up going to rehab for the first time the next day. And that was about three years ago now. Um, I just took 11 months and um, that's the longest I've been sober in the past three years. Um, what was different this time? I, I didn't really have what I thought was like my worst bottom, but um, you know, I ended up being removed from alcohol and, um, and getting to a place where I was just desperate to feel better. Um, all the pain that had been building up over the past few years, you know, all those relapses just get worse and worse. Um, especially once you've been introduced to AA and, um, and that's where I was. I was sitting in a woman's indigent home and a woman came and offered to read the book with me. And, you know, I'd read it before, but I'd never gotten really into the steps straight out of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And um, that's what she did. She took time out of her day at least twice a week to come read that book with me and work these steps. Um, and it changed my life. Um, she, you know, she showed me things about myself that I, I didn't know. Um, I was able to see that a lot of my relapses were, were from guilt and shame over things I had done in the past that I just couldn't let go of. Um, and yeah, it started once I found a God of my understanding and, um, and really let go of myself, I was able to um, not have those feelings anymore, as well as making amends to people who I'd wronged in the past. Um, that just like let lifted a lot of that guilt and shame um, out of my life. Um, and yeah, um, about, I would say the last like month and a half were the hardest for me. Um, I worked all 12 steps with that same sponsor. Um, and then it came to a point where I was going through a lot of change in sobriety. Um, I was moving out of the home that I had lived in for the first nine months of my sobriety. Um, I was looking, you know, looking for a new sponsor. Um, and meetings were going back in person and I started going to in-person meetings rather than Zoom and, you know, having the first nine months of my sobriety all on Zoom, it was kind of hard, um, to like find a place again to come back to. Um, but I let my program slip a lot and I, I didn't realize that till I got into a lot of pain. Um, I was like filling filling the hole that I was had inside of me with like outside things that we try to fill it with. Like, you know, just like anything would do. And like, I realized that when you stop working the steps, like that's what happens. And it's a really like dangerous place to be. And I asked for help again. Um, I reached out to strong women in this program and, um, you know, just shared the way I was feeling. And I started working my steps again with my sponsor, um, started doing a nightly inventory and praying again. And, you know, that has immensely changed. Um, I'm really excited for what's to come. And um, 
just really happy to be here and that I could share my experience with you guys. So thank you. <laughs>